Have you been struggling to make solid cinematic films? Do you watch other filmmakers and wonder why their products look so good? You need training. Good, specialized training. Something that is easy to digest and that you can take safely at home. I'm not talking about college. I'm talking about full-time filmmaker. Parker Walbeck and his team have put together an amazing course with over 400 training videos. Everything from Wedding Video Pro with Jake Weisler to how to edit with Premiere or Final Cut. Imagine getting proper, real-world training you can do at home. Imagine the impact that would have on your work, your skills increase, your quality increases, and then so do your prices. Click on our affiliate link below, take the free online training on their top 10 secrets to achieving cinematic shots, and see what full-time filmmaker can do for you. We did it, and it propelled our business. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Wedding Videography for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Phil Beavout, and tonight uh, we're going to do things a little bit different. It's just me. Uh, I wanted to talk about a very, very specific topic, and I just wanted to kind of knock this out so I don't have show notes, I don't have really an agenda or anything like that, so I'm just going to kind of talk off the top of my head. So we're going to see how well this works out here in a few minutes. I have been listening to a lot of people talk about goal setting and like setting and achieving goals and how you should be going about it and that kind of stuff. And I just wanted to kind of give my take on it. The For those of you that don't know, my background is in uh, physical security. So it's in, I was in nuclear and uh, then I went and worked, I worked for the state of Massachusetts and uh, I did, I did a lot of uh, like project management, program man, program management, leadership stuff. And one thing that we had to do in nuclear a lot is set goals. And by setting goals, I mean setting goals like department wide. So I had 160 ish people underneath me and I would have to set the goals and kind of set the tempo for the entire year. And how you did that is what I wanted to talk about. Like I wanted to give kind of my take on what like what vision statements are, what mission statements are, what smart goals are, you know, how to develop those plans. You know, maybe we'll t- touch on like business excellence plans and that kind of stuff because there's there's a lot that goes into that in a corporate environment. So let's start at the top. Uh, everybody should have a vision statement. Ours, we have it. I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but ours reads something like, um, we create timeless, authentic, quality films for non-traditional, adventurous couples. So that is our vision. Like if you wanted to know what Be About Exposure, that's our company, what Be About Exposure did, like that is it. Like that's it. We're in that one sentence, we've isolated our target couple. Bam. Just like that. That is our vision. We're trying to make timeless, authentic, quality films for non-traditional, adventurous couples. That's our target market. That doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. That's just our market. So what you should do is sit down. Uh, I don't know, maybe go to a coffee shop for this. Go go to like a coffee shop. Get out of the house. Do something. Take some time. Take like block off 
you know, hours. It's not a joke. Brittany and I, we had a babysitter come in and we, we took a day to where we got out of the house and we sat down and kind of went through what, like we, we're, we went through what I'm about to talk to everybody about. So get your vision down, get like a solid vision statement. Then also, you know, I just shot a, the podcast, I think it's episode 29 with Alex talking about branding and that kind of stuff. Use the verbiage in your vision statement on your website because your vision statement should be talking about your target couple, just like ours did, non-traditional adventurous. Like you'll see those words across our website and that kind of stuff because that's, that's our couple. That's who we're looking for. Next, you want to write out your mission statement. So your mission statement is different. Your mission statement is going to be different every year. Your mission statement should read, um, it's December of 2021 and, and then you start to list out all of your goals and all the stuff that you've been working on and that kind of stuff. So your mission statement is going to be a living document that's going to change uh, over and over and over and over and over again, which is perfectly normal. So you, you want your mission statement to be different. Then what you want to do is sit down and really like think to yourself, what, what do I want to accomplish at the end of the year? What is my mission for the end of this year? So ours is it's December of 2021 and we have sold the simulator. Phyllis left the cannabis commission. Um, I've been medically retired from the military. We've shot roughly 25 weddings and then it goes into a bulleted list after that. So that bulleted list is we have eight to nine weddings booked for 2022. Uh, we have a, you know, a money in our savings account. We, <laughs> so we've paid off our windows. That was a big expense. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've been working on the podcast and I have, I want to color two videos for other people because I, I really enjoy color grading. So I want to try to get into color grading. So you can see, it's just like a, a I, I have a one sentence. So it's December of 2021. We've sold the simulator. I've left the cannabis commission. Uh, I'm medically retired and I've shot, or we have shot 25 weddings. And then I just break it down from there, different other pieces that we want to do now. Why that's important is because that is your, like what we planned in January, that is the target for us in December. So every few months, like every two to three months, you should be going back through and reading your mission statement because it keeps you on track. You're like, oh, that's right. You know, I, I said I wanted to sell the simulator. So make a long story short for those of you that don't know, I got started in wedding videography because I had a Milo firearm simulator and I was using it to facilitate training to police officers on use of force, escalation, de-escalation, that kind of stuff. And we just, we somehow got into videography and then wedding videography. And, uh, that simulator was killing us to be honest with you. That simulator payment was, was ridiculous. So we, uh, we had this like, $50,000 video game system sitting in the basement. So one of the goals this year was to sell the simulator. Like I needed to put in work to sell that simulator. We needed to get rid of it because it was just, 
it was an asset that was just, you know, financially crushing us, to be honest with you. It was ridiculous. Uh, then once I had sold the simulator, the next piece of our goals was I wanted to have enough weddings and experience and that kind of stuff and be getting enough clientele to leave my full-time position. Cause I, I really love what I'm doing. I love doing this podcast. I love shooting weddings. Like it's, it's a lot of fun for me and I wanted to do this full time. So that was the goal. I wanted to build up enough to where I could leave my, my job. Uh, and then, you know, I, to be honest with you, I went back and forth with the VA. For some of the, you that don't know, if you're dealing with the VA, it can be a nightmare. So I'd been fighting the VA for a few years on on my retirement and that kind of stuff. And I just I put that in there as one of my goals. I wanted to to try to to get that. And then I wanted to I want to shoot 25 weddings this year. Like that's the target, 25 weddings. So. I now have my mission statement. Like I know I want to sell the simulator. I know I want to do enough to, to leave my job. I know I need to get medically retired. Uh, I want to shoot some weddings. I want to book weddings for 2022. You know, I want to try to beef up our savings accounts. I want to pay off our windows because windows that blindsided me with how much that was. That was a loan. Uh, so that was just insane. And I wanted to get those paid off. Uh, and then, you know, I wanted to color a couple of videos for other people. So those were the goals that we kind of mapped out for the year. Like some of them, you know, some of them are personal, like paying off the windows and that kind of stuff. But that was, that's the mission for our company for this year. That's what we are targeting. So now, now you have a vision. So you, you know what, like how your company, like what, what motivates your company. You have a mission so you know what you're trying to accomplish by the end of 2021 or 2022 and that kind of stuff. Now you need to go into the realm of, well, okay, that's great. What do I got to do to get there? This is where goal setting starts coming in. If I wanted to shoot 25 weddings in a year, I'm horrible at math, but if you divide that into quarters, so you want to base your timeline off quarters. Everything you do, you want to do in quarters. You got Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4. So uh, normally Q1, January to March, there's not a whole lot of weddings going on. You're still booking. So you know that you have really three quarters that you're going to be targeting with most of the weddings going probably in the third quarter in the fall. So you want to break out like, okay, I want to do, like I'd need eight weddings in Q2, uh, 12 weddings in Q3, and five weddings in Q4. So you have like some kind of timeline of like, this is this is where I should be seeing bookings, this is where I should be targeting bookings, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, for like coloring videos for people. Like that's a very vague statement. That doesn't mean much. It just means that's just a, a target. So how do we get there? Well, you, you need to set up a goal. Like how many people are you going to contact? So how many people am I going to reach out to each month to see if I can color one of their videos for free? You know, what am I going to write in that email? You know, I should probably just have an email template that I'm using just to send out. And then I copy paste that template, say to 10 people every month or every two months. You see how like you're, you're starting to, you're, we're getting into the realm of what's called smart. So all goals need to be smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So that, that's the five criteria for creating a goal. So a goal needs to be specific. You can't have something like, 
uh, color two videos for other people. That's not really a goal. That's not, that's not specific. Like that's not getting like, that's really more of an idea. Um, you, your goal should be, um, I want to email 10 people every two months, uh, with this predetermined email template to try to get, you know, to, to try to color videos for another outside agency. So let's look at that because I just, I just made that up as we were talking. Um, let's look at that. Was that specific? Yes. Was it measurable? Yes. You said you wanted to send 10 emails every two months. So you know that you can go back through, you know, every two months and be like, okay, here's where I sent 10 emails. Here's why I didn't. So, you know, you didn't meet that goal that month. Is it achievable? Sending emails is pretty achievable. That's not crazy. Uh, to be honest with you, that's 60 emails. I mean, out of that, you you should get one or two. <clears throat> uh, is it realistic? Yes. You know, the, the goal of coloring two videos, I don't think is crazy. That's not, you know, we're not saying 200. Uh, and is it timely? Like we have all year to do it. We're sending emails every two months. So we're not getting, we're not inundating ourselves with saying sending 10 emails every day. Like that would be not really realistic or timely. And the reason why I'd say it's not timely is because you just physically don't have time to do that. Um, so, you know, a good example is a simulator with the simulator. I mapped out our, our goal, like our smart goal was I was going to design an email template and then email all 360 ish police departments in the state of Massachusetts. Um, you know, the, that, that email template to set up a demonstration to begin the groundwork to sell the simulator. And we started doing that in January and we just, we caught a lucky break. Like there was a department that was out here that just happened to be building a training center and they were right about to purchase a Milo system. So that we could not like, that was just blind luck at that point. So everything just kind of aligned for us at that point. Uh, and within like three weeks after sending the email, like we, we had done the transfer of the simulator and, and that kind of stuff. So that was actually a really big deal. It was a really big burden getting lifted off of us. Um, so you need to make, you need to set out your vision statement, which if you notice, it's just state, like we've sold the simulator. Phil's left the cannabis commission. Like that's, they're just things that we want to accomplish. And then you need to take those things and do what's called, you need to change it from being uh, qualitative to quantitative. So you're taking something that's, that's really subjective and you're making it into something that is an objective, you know, here's what I've done to do X. And then you can prove that with that whole measurable piece. And you want to, you want to make sure that your goals are clear and you want to make sure that they're realistic like that. The realistic parts are really, really important. You know, you don't see anything in here crazy book 25 weddings for the year. We have 28. Well, we had 28. We've shot six or so by now or five by now. So, uh, we, you know, get eight to nine weddings booked for 2022. We currently have three right now and we have five that we've just had discovery calls with and that kind of stuff. So, um, 
we've set out our goals to, you know, our advertising campaigns and that kind of stuff. Like we're, we're just, we're moving through it like that to get to that eight to nine number. Cause that's just, you've, you've probably heard me say this a couple of times, but you want to be about one third of the way booked in January. Uh, I got that from John Snyder, which is actually, I think that's a really, really good benchmark. Uh, so eight to nine weddings, you know, we're trying to shoot 25 to 30 weddings next year. And that puts us right on target for that. Um, so, you know, you, you make sure I, I would include some stretch goals. Like a stretch goal is something that's probably not going to be attained, but it's something for you to really strive towards. Uh, you know, there's, we have some stretch goals that are in here that, um, you know, we want to do just things like we, we want to get a, a, an airstream like the the actual trailer and then try to Airbnb it out. No idea if that's going to happen, but it seems like a cool idea. So we put it in there. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, but that's a stretch goal. Like if we're able to do it, awesome. But if we can't, that's why there's stretch goals. Like we can take steps to move towards it. Maybe in the next couple of years we can do it. Eh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if we don't make it cool. Now, if I didn't sell the simulator, that's not a stretch goal. That simulator was eating up um, a lot of money. And that, and it's what's called a sunk cost. Um, the money was just going nowhere. So I was paying for a simulator that was doing absolutely nothing for us. And that's never where you want to be. And, uh, <clears throat> You know, I'm glad that I got the simulator because if I didn't, I wouldn't be here talking to everybody right now. So, you know, it, it had its ups and downs, uh, but, you know, luckily we were able to to sell it to another department and um, the hell, I didn't even break even on it. But uh, <laughs> so it was, but we, we needed to get rid of it quick, fast and in a hurry. That was for sure. Um, so list out what you want to do for the year. Take at least a morning. So go to a coffee shop, go somewhere where there's nobody around. Think of your mission statement and then break your goals out by quarter. So Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. If you're doing something like booking eight to nine weddings for 2022, I would recommend that the bulk of those bookings when you're really trying to target them are Q3 and Q4. That's booking season anyways. So that's that's when you should be targeting that. You know, it, in April, I don't think it's a good idea to be focused on booking weddings for the following year. You should probably be focused on weddings that you're working right now. Um, but I would, I'd break everything out by quarter. So you, one, you can spread load everything too. So you're not trying to do all of your goals in Q3, for example, you're, you're just not crushing yourself by trying to get all this stuff done, uh, within a three month time frame. It's back to that realistic thing. And then subdivide that. I know this sounds like a lot, but then subdivide that into weekly stuff. Like I'd say at the beginning of I, at least every two weeks, go look at your quarterly goals. Go look at your quarterly goals and be like, Hey, which one of those could I knock out this week? And if it's none, cool, it's none, but try to make an effort. Try to pick one every two weeks that you're really, that you're focused on. That way you can kind of keep up with things. And then you want to make some of your goals pretty easy. 
the expression that we used to use was low hanging fruit. So you want to make some of them simple, like some of the goals, um, like yeah, paying off our windows. Like that sounds really trivial. We were going to do it anyways. You know what I mean? But we listed that as a goal. Are they paid off now? Yeah, they are. Did it feel good paying them off? Yeah. That was a stupid amount of money for, for windows. Um, but you feel good when you accomplish a goal. So, it, you know, what, what I coach people on that are starting a new position, uh, if you're starting a new position at a job and you're an executive, you need to map out your 100-day plan. So you need to do, like, this is what I'm going to do my first 100 days. You got it broken down by day one, day two, day three, week one, week two, week four, you know, week six, week eight, and then week 12. And then the 100 days comes after that because obviously 12 weeks is 90 days. And you need to have all of your objectives broken down into that. So for those of you that are working and you're listening to this, like it might not be a bad idea to bust out a 100-day plan if you haven't done one. And what you always want to do the first two weeks, two to four weeks, is have a series of easy wins. Because one, that motivates you, and two, that also shows the people that you're working with that you can accomplish what you're trying to do. So it's a two-way street. Like if you set out a bunch of goals your first three weeks that you can't accomplish, then people are going to lose faith in you because they're going to be like, oh, he said he was going to do X and he can't. Like That's never how you want to start. So you always do these low-hanging fruits. So I would recommend that you implant goals inside of your, uh, your plan that is really easy to accomplish because it's going to help spur and motivate you to do the other ones. Cause you're gonna be like, Oh, I just accomplished three goals or I just accomplished, you know, two, two pieces of my mission statement were done by Q2. Like that's awesome. And that's where you want to be because it's going to motivate you to keep going and to keep, you know, pushing along. So I'd recommend that you put some low hanging fruit in there. That's just me. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, look at everything every couple of weeks, look at your quarterly goals, and then every like three months, four months, reread your mission statement. Go through and read your mission statement. And then look at what you've done and what you haven't. Like when I read this right now, it's December of 2021. We've sold the simulator. I've left the CCC. Uh, I'm medically retired. And we've shot 25 weddings. Just that one statement alone. It's June. We've sold the simulator. So that's done. Uh, my last day, by the time this airs, I will have left the cannabis commission, which is bittersweet. That's a different story. I'll talk about that some other time. Um, And I've been medically retired from the military. So three out of the four of our first sentence is done halfway through the year. And we already have more than 25 weddings booked this year alone. So we're going to hit that last goal. So by and large, Everything, even in the list underneath that, at the end of the year, we'll do everything, but it looks like two. And that's okay, because those two were pretty stretchy, like getting a golf airstream and you know, putting it in the backyard and Airbnb in it. That's that's a pretty big that's a pretty big stretch. So but it's important that you you make your goals achievable and realistic. Like those, those are the two big pieces to that. Like you want to, you want to be able to accomplish what you've set out because the last thing that you want to do is get to the end of the year and then be like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't do one of the goals in my mission statement. Like that is 
unbelievably demoralizing. So you, you don't want to put yourself in that position. Make achievable, realistic goals that you can get done. I'd say 80%. 80% should be achievable and realistic. Uh, 20% should be stretch goals. And then I'd say, actually, I'd, I'd break it up uh, 20, 60, 20. So 20% are easy, low-hanging fruit goals. Even something as simple as, you know, by Q2, I want to have five weddings booked for this current year. That's a booking season, that kind of stuff. That's pretty... Like you should be, you you should be okay with booking five weddings at the beginning of the year. Like, if, you know, if you know your market and you're doing your discovery calls and your sales calls, that kind of stuff, like you, you should be okay. Um, but do, do stuff that, or even personal goals, even things that, you know, that I can't even imagine right now that you wanted to do, like you, something in your car that you needed fixed or, you know, something like do things that you can complete make yourself feel better, get yourself motivated and then keep pushing forward. Like that'll motivate you to do those harder goals. Like for us selling the simulator, selling the simulator should have been an unbelievably hard thing. Like I was ready to just kind of like go door to door to police departments, to be honest with you. So it's, you know, you you have to, you have to know that some of the goals are going to be difficult and you just gotta, you just gotta dig deep and just start trudging through. And the best way to do that is if you've already completed some goals and you know what that feels like. And you're like, you know what? I want, I want that feeling of satisfaction when I've mapped out a goal for the year and I've completed it. And the best way to do that is write a vision statement, make it concise, and then build your goals off that. Break them apart into quarters, review them every couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I got this from David Renosa. We use uh, Todoist, the app, all the time now. Our stuff is completely filled with Todoist. I I use it every day religiously now because of him. Uh, And what we did is we broke apart all of our goals, the the SMART goals, and we broke those into the quarters. Those quarters just sit in Todoist, Q1, 2, and 3, 4. And then we go in and look at it every once in a while. And we're like, okay, you know, I, I need to knock out this during this quarter. Let me try to do this this week. And and that's it. Like that just keeps you really focused, keeps you on task. Uh, and it, it just keeps everything kind of moving forward. So if you haven't tried to do us, I'd highly recommend it. It's free, um, really good app. And, um, that's just how we have things mapped out. And I, I think that that's, it's really good for your company. Uh, if you set out to do things and you accomplish it, even if it's, you know, little things, just, just set your goals, make your goals smart and then you'll be you'll be much much more better suited for success that way. So, if you have any questions, feel free to leave me a comment, shoot me an email. More than happy to answer them for you. Uh, you know, I've I've built like business excellence plans and all kinds of stuff that really like showcase these kind of things. Like I was a root cause evaluator and a root cause, um, like I could grade root causes and approve them. So when I was leaving, so. Um, you know, building goals is important and just making the right type of goals is also important. You can't just like throw something on a sheet of paper and expect that it's going to happen. So you got to, you got to make smart goals. Just don't forget that. So, uh, you know, if you like this, be sure to like, and subscribe, join our private Facebook group on YouTube. I know this was, or on YouTube on, uh, join our private Facebook group, wedding videography for beginners on Facebook. And, um, I know this was a short episode. I think I talked for about 30 minutes, but I just went kind of off the top of my head just cause I've, I've built these a few times now. So 
I, uh, I had some time this evening and I was like, you know what? I want to talk about goals. So yeah, just remember, do smart goals, make it easier on yourself. If you have any questions, you need help with anything, you know, don't hesitate to reach out more than happy to, to walk you through some things. So I uh, hope everybody's staying safe and healthy and we will see you here in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye. Do you still email a PDF for a contract? Are you struggling to remember who you sent files to or what those files were? You need a solid CRM, a customer relation management tool, a program that will send professional files and contracts all on your behalf. One that does not need to be printed, signed, and emailed back. Is this the Stone Age? You need HoneyBook. We've been using them for years now, and it increased our productivity by taking menial tasks and automating them. You can set up custom workflows to automatically send emails, payment reminders, thank you responses, etc. You can send brochures, questionnaires, and invoices too. We have three set up. One for when a couple inquires, one for after a call with a couple, and one for a booked wedding with nine steps. That saves us so much time on the back end. What would you do with more time? Spend more time with your family, spend more time working on creative projects, or just simply relaxing. Use our affiliate link below to save 50% on your first year. Go ahead. It's on us. Start saving time and money today.